Well, we're still here, so let's talk about it. Today, I'm going to embark on a topic that cannot be covered in one episode. Not in two, either. I have a feeling it could take us months to cover all of the topics surrounding medical aid in dying or a patient's right to die, otherwise also known as death with dignity. I'm bringing this up now because I have an interview that I've been holding on to for a while because I wasn't sure when to share it with you all, mostly because I wasn't sure about how to introduce this topic. I didn't know how the interview was going to go at the time in terms of what would be covered. Having said all of that, I did cover ethics a little bit when we were looking at thanatology or the study of dying. As I've been progressing uh, through this second year of the podcast and this being the year of conversation, I want to have those people who have things to share that I want to bring to you that can be very important to us as we're facing the end of our lives, perhaps facing the end of lives of people we really care about. Besides that, this is a very lively topic. It's quite controversial very polarizing, I would say. And there's many opinions out there about the legality, the ethics, the practice of helping someone who chooses to end their life before their body dies. Now, this is 2023. But there's something that came out that I read from the American Journal of Nursing in 1975. It's called the Dying Person's Bill of Rights. And I'm certain if this came out in 1975, people had been talking about this way earlier than that. But for our purposes, I'd like to cover some of the legalities that have come about and what we have available to us now if we decide or know someone who's choosing to end their life. So as we're considering this topic of physician-assisted dying, I would like us to think about the people who came up with these laws and maybe some of the things that they had to consider about their personal beliefs and feelings regarding um, their own choices and the choices of people that they care about. For now, I want to bring us back to the study of thanatology and we talked about ethics and there was the idea of non-maleficence or to refrain from causing unnecessary harm. There was the idea of justice, fidelity, or honesty. Then, I'm looking back at my notes, that doctors have to consider the ethical value in a patient's right to choose weighed next to potential patient damage or unnecessary expense that would not benefit the patient and would absolutely create unequal distribution of resources. So then I had written down, well, what can patients choose? CPR cardiopulmonary resuscitation, mechanical ventilation, extracorporeal membrane oxygenation, or ECMO, mechanical circulatory support, artificial nutrition and hydration, terminal sedation, withholding or withdrawing treatment, euthanasia and physician-assisted suicide. I did mention these in a prior episode, 
I'm not going to go into them today because what I really want to do today is just give us a small snapshot of this idea of physician-assisted suicide is what they call it, or um, just medical aid in dying, and some other acronyms that we'll cover later. But for now, let's read this American Journal of Nursing Bill of Rights from 1975. All right, here we go. I have the right to be treated as a living human being until I die. I have the right to maintain a sense of hopefulness, however changing its focus may be. I have the right to be cared for by those who can maintain a sense of hopefulness, however changing this might be. I have the right to express my feelings and emotions about my approaching death in my own way. I have the right to participate in decisions concerning my care. I have the right to expect continuing medical and nursing attention even though cure goals must be changed to comfort goals. I have the right not to die alone. I have the right to be free from pain. I have the right to have my questions answered honestly. I have the right not to be deceived. I have the right to have help from and for my family in accepting my death. I have the right to die in peace and dignity. I have the right to retain my individuality and not to be judged for my decisions which may be contrary to beliefs of others. I have the right to discuss and enlarge my religious and or spiritual experiences, whatever these may mean to others. I have the right to expect that the sanctity of the human body will be respected after death. I have the right to be cared for by caring, sensitive, knowledgeable people who will attempt to understand my needs and will be able to gain some satisfaction in helping me face my death. So the workshop that this was created for was called The Terminally Ill Patient and the Helping Person. It was sponsored by Southwestern Michigan In-Service Education Council. It was done by Amelia Barbas who was an associate professor of nursing at Wayne State University in Michigan. 1975. Folks were already talking about it. And then the hospice movement began. And now here we are with advanced directives, DNRs, legal proxy, medical aid in dying, voluntary stopping of eating and drinking, These are options that patients can have. But overall, if we look at the medical ethics that doctors agree to, this Bill of Rights that I just read to you, a lot of people have given great thought to what patients should have as they're nearing the end of their life. And I think it bears looking into, considering, maybe even contemplating as we look forward to our own end of life and our desire to have the good death. I hope that you'll join me on this series. I don't know how long or how many episodes that we'll do. I want to bring you the interview, so I'll lay a little bit of groundwork, and then we will hear this person's sharing. And then we'll probably follow up with some other information that I've gathered. I look forward to going on this little journey with you. Thanks for listening today. You can go to my website for more articles, little news pieces, or a transcript of this podcast. 
The website is whilewe'restillhere.com. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can send me an email too. Thanks again, and until next time, take care.